0: why do you think god anoint us the anointing i said it last week is not for you the anointing over a person is for service is for someone else not for you god listen to this one because it, it is it is so true god anointed jesus with the holy spirit and power For what? So he was able to fulfill his destiny on this earth, his destiny unto death, because he died. God anointed his uh, son, Jesus, with the Holy Spirit and power, with the only reason that he could save us, but also he came so we might have life and life more abundantly jesus had a destiny to fulfill think about it what about if jesus did not fulfill his destiny where we will be today so now i want you to think what about if you don't fulfill your destiny how many people are going to suffer the consequences of your disobedience. The only reason that God will anoint us is to do the assignment that we were entrusted with when we were in heaven with God. There is no excuses because it is not you the one that is going to do it. It is the power of God working through you. The anointing of God through the power of the Holy Spirit is because He needs us to do an assignment for Him. If God already knows that you are not going to do that assignment, He will not anoint you because the anointing is something of value that it is no precious stone or no gold or silver is the value of the anointing. So he cannot give the anointing to someone just for that person to say, I am anointed. And I am going to read something that he said to me, and he said to me, the reason that I cannot give the anointing to people is because, Galatians 4, okay? And he says, now I say that the heir, as long as he is a child, does not differ at all from a slave though he's the master of all in other words one of the reasons god cannot anoint the the people is because people they have not grown up they still children and they still drinking milk maybe some people some pastors some leaders they will give them a little bit more than milk. But the majority of the Christians still drinking milk and you can imagine how much danger a child can be if he's anointed, let's put it on these terms. If you have a child, would you give him a gun? to play? Of course not. So the Lord was telling me that it is the same for the people of God that are wondering, how come I am not anointed? And what you need to think it is that maybe you steal a child drinking milk. And because you cannot trust a child, you cannot trust a Christian that is a babe. So that is one of the reasons that God cannot anoint his children, because they're still children. They never mature to become sons and daughters. In order for you to be anointed by God, because many has been called, many but not all of them are anointed. In order for you to be anointed, you need to be different. You need to be sold out to God. You need to have a relationship with God. And in other words, God must be first in your life. Smith Wigglesworth said, "'Abide in the presence of the power of God where victory is assured the only way for us to live in victory there is only one place that is not in church that is not in fasting even though that's part it is to live in the presence of god when we remain in the presence of god god can use our life for anything he wants but we need to stay in the presence of God. That anointing will heal you. It will give you joy, miracles in your life, in your family, everything changes around you. If I can give you an advice that you will never forget, and this, I hope that you will never forget this advice. Never, never, never desire someone else's anointing never 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 desire someone else's anointing so why do you say that we should never i see people saying i i want this person's anointing or that person's anointing listen you don't know what that person has gone through to get the anointing that he or she has now. And you see it all through the word of God. You might lose your job, you might lose your house, you might lose everything, your children, you lose everything. You don't know what that person lost to be where she or he is now. And I assure you, that you are not prepared to go through what that person went through. So please never say, I would like to have this person or that person anointing. When God anoints someone, you're gonna see the difference. People will be drawn to you because of the anointing. Not because you're better than anybody else, Not because you're prettier than anybody else. Not because you have more money than anybody else. No, it's because of the anointing. One of the characteristics of a person that is anointed is that that person, above all things, he or she desire to please God with all their heart. It is their goal to please God with all their heart the holy spirit is like a fertilizer for our spiritual life but we must yield and submit our bodies we must yield and submit our body so at any moment god can give you and me instructions in what to do remember psalms 46 says be still and know that i am god do you know that's one of the most difficult things in the world to be still because we think that still still being still is not moving your body but it is not about your body it is about your mind we must stay in the place where we see god every minute of our life where we hear his voice where he can give us messages where he can give us instructions in what to do that is the place that we need to be he desires to guide us he desires for us to to take us by the hand and move us here and there but for that we need to be still but in the mind, people think that be still. I can be uh, moving, which I am always are, but I'm still in the mind because I have a conversation with the Lord. Learn, because you can be you can be sweeping the floor, and you can be still in the mind because you have a conversation that even though you're sweeping the floor, you don't even know that you're sweeping the floor because you are with the Lord in His presence. God wants you and me to stay in that place where He can talk to us all the time. When we receive the Holy Spirit in our lives, we receive power with God and power with men power with god and power with men someone said that god can't use us until you are dead and it is true the only men or women or woman that god will use is someone that is dead dead to self no more i but christ lives in me we must be under subjection of his will romans 12 2 says that we must be under subjection of his will so i look the the word subjection we must be under the control of god we must be under enslavement and domination it means god we are like a slave for him We don't have the right to say anything. It's only God, the one that can speak to us, because we are a slave unto God. No longer I, but Him. Sometimes we hear something like that, and we say, hmm. Some people say, I don't know if this is true or it's not true, okay? I don't know if this is biblical or it's not biblical, but I'm going to say it. Jesus is coming for the 10th. It means we give to the Lord tithes and offerings. So he's coming for the tithe, which is the 10%. And these men of God say that Jesus is coming for the the 10%, the tithe, because the majority of the people are not willing to pay the price to die, to lose it all for the kingdom of God. The Lord is calling us and telling us that we cannot work according to our own plan, that we need to understand that it will be God working in us and through us to do his own good pleasure through the Holy Spirit. Philippians 2.13 Everything that he created is for his own pleasure. We are here for his own pleasure. When the power of God comes on you, he will take you out of your own plans. He will take you out of your own plans. He will take you out. And that's when the power of God fall on you.